This is HPR episode 1755 entitled 52 LibreOffice Impress, moving around and is part of the series LibreOffice. It is hosted by Ahaka and is about 14 minutes long. The summary is, introduction to the Impress application screen layout. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our LibreOffice series, focusing now on LibreOffice Impress. Yeah, I hope this is going to be impressive. Uh, So uh, what I want to do today is I want to talk about moving around in the program, okay? So when you open up LibreOffice Impress, you have five main areas on the screen that you need to pay attention to. Uh, First is the Slides pane. This is a display of your slides in the order they will appear. By scrolling up and down, you can quickly go to a particular slide, click on it, and it will appear in the workspace. You can also hide slides here so they don't appear in the presentation. Add, delete, and move slides, etc. So this is on the left-hand side, um, and it's just one, one after another vertically. Uh, all of the slides. Then next to that is the workspace. Um, And this is where you work on each slide individually to edit and add content. Then there is the sidebar. Now the sidebar has seven sections and each section has an icon on the far right of the screen. What are the seven sections? The first one is properties. This lets you choose from the various slide layouts available. Number two, Master Pages. This lets you select a visual template for your presentation that incorporates colors and graphics. Number three, Custom Animation. This controls the behavior of elements within a slide and lets you animate them. Number four, Slide Transition. This sets how slides transition from one side to the next. Number five, styles and formatting. As you might expect, this lets you apply styles to elements of the slide for a consistent look. Note that if, like me, you have anchored your styles and formatting window, as we have discussed previously, it will already be open and anchored to the left of the workspace. Number six, gallery. This lets you add other objects to the slides as either copies or links. A copy is static, while a link will update the object if the original changes. Then number seven, the navigator. 
If you have marked in some way important points in your presentation by naming key slides, this can help you to quickly jump to those spots. Now note that when you select one of these seven icons in the sidebar, a pane right next to it will display the contents for that selection. So if you want to change the type of slide from the standard bullet point slide to a side-by-side -side layout, for instance, you would first select Properties to bring up all of your slide options, then click on the one you want to use. Similarly, if you wanted to apply a master page, you would click that icon, then make your selection. <clears throat> Navigator is the last of the items you can select on the sidebar. If you have created a long presentation and have not done anything to identify individual key slides, it will bring up a list that says slide one, slide two, slide three, and so on, which is not terribly helpful. Uh, you may not want to name each and every slide, though you could, but it might make sense to name some key slides so you can jump to them quickly. You can do this in the slide sorter discussed below. Now, the fourth major area on the page are the toolbars. Now, these are mostly on the top of the screen, and they give you access to frequently used features. You can add or remove toolbars as noted. But note, they're not all on the top. The drawing toolbar is usually located on the bottom of the screen. And finally, on the bottom is the status bar, which contains a number of useful items such as the information area, the cursor position, the slide number, and the zoom control. So when you're first uh, opening up LibreOffice Impress, take a few minutes to take a look at each of these areas, click around, see what, and see what happens. But the workspace, this is where you'll probably spend most of your time since it is the main space for creating and editing slides. Whichever slide you have selected in the slides pane will be in the workspace ready for you to edit or add content. You have a number of ways to view and work with your slideshow here by selecting from the tabs across the top. Well, first is the normal view. This is the most often used option and it is where you add content to slides and edit them individually. To add a slide to this area from the ones already created, either click on the slide in the slide pane or double-click on the navigator. Among your options here are adding text, graphics, and animation effects. To add a new slide, click the slide button on top. Uh, and this, uh, if, if you move your mouse cursor over the icons, these do have tooltips, so you'll be able to see the, the, which one is for the new slide button. Um, now, if you want to change the slide layout from the default, click the Properties button on the far right in the sidebar, then click on the layout you want to use. Note that these layouts are only a starting point, and you can modify them if they're not exactly what you need. However, you cannot save a modified layout for future use. Now, the next view that you have in the workspace is the outline view. Now, I'm going to cover that in more depth in the following tutorial, but in brief, this allows you to create a slideshow by making an outline. 
note that you can switch back and forth between normal and outline anytime it suits you. It is one presentation, but you have two ways of looking at it. Number three, notes. This lets you add speaker notes to each slide, which will not be displayed on the projector, but which you can see on your laptop. Using notes effectively is a very important technique. Recall from our initial tutorial that a presentation slide deck should support what you are saying, but not take the place of it. This is a way you can get reminders of what you intend to say when each slide comes up without actually putting it on the slide for everyone to see. The next view we have here is handout. Often you want to have a printed handout to accompany your presentation. This is where you can set up and format the handout. Note that this option works with the Properties button on the right-hand sidebar. So when you select Handout, make sure you also select Properties. This lets you specify how many slides will be on each printed page, add a header, footer, date, and page number, and whether or not to create a Notes area for each slide. I usually use the Notes area option since my audience may want to take notes as I go through the presentation and this makes it easy for them. Slide Sorter. This lets you drag and drop slides to rearrange the order, either individually or as a group. But you can do more on this screen if you want to. The key is to right-click on a slide and you will get a menu of options. First one is New Slide, which We'll add a new slide after the current one. Second is Duplicate Slide, which makes a duplicate and places it right after the currently selected slide. You can then drag and drop to move the duplicate to another part of the presentation. Delete Slide, and it's pretty self-explanatory. Rename the slide. Uh, that can be very helpful for using the navigator. Slide Layout lets you change the layout of the selected slide. Slide Transition. This lets you set the transition either for one slide individually or for a group of slides if you selected a multiple. Hide Slide. Any slide that is hidden will not show up on your laptop or on the projected slideshow, but you will see it grayed out on the slide sorter chain. Page. You can always unhide the slides later by right-clicking, and the option will now read Show Slide. Now, that would probably be really handy if you had a long presentation and you didn't want to go through all of it in a given situation. So you could hide the parts you didn't want to use and still have the entire presentation there. So this is, it's useful to know you can do that. And finally, you've got your Cut, Copy, Paste stuff like that. Uh, these operate on slides, so cut would remove the slide and place it on the clipboard. Copy would leave it in place and also put a copy on the clipboard. And paste would insert a copy of the slide from the clipboard. So, now that you know how to work with the interface and get around, our next tutorial will get started with creating a presentation. So, this is Ahuka signing off for Hacker Public Radio and reminding you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. 
We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.